I was the same. We yeah. literally, I just followed wherever anyone wanted to take me, I would go there. We were just party years. Like, we, we just were. wanted to party. 100%. Yeah. Like, I wanted to just get as messed up on Bourbon Street, yeah. collect as many beads as humanly mm-hmm. possible, drink all the alcoholic drinks, like, with no sense of, like, seriously anything back now that i think so about funny. it i'm like who paid for my drinks because i don't because <laughs> what's up guys trizzy and leah here from the ticket to anywhere podcast we are two voices two views and two ways to adventure anywhere from anywhere and today's episode is a really cool one about the 14 year difference in the first time we went to new orleans versus how we were in New Orleans a few weeks ago in 2022 for Wanderfest by Wonderful. So this is an interesting one because we're very clearly very, very different people back then and more disposable income now. Went for an amazing festival now. It was conferences both times. Um, but listen to uh, the episode to get a more in-depth view of, of what the differences were and how we were different people. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. What you drinking on? So today I have some special coffee. Sad to say it's not New Orleans coffee, (laughs) but it is from the Seattle Roastery, Starbucks Seattle Roastery up there in Seattle. So a really cool place to visit. And this is my morning cup. Very happy about it. And your tea for today, Trizzy? I have Okinawa milk tea. Okinawa is a region in Japan and it's just black tea mixed with milk and some sweetener but I have a packet of it so I just pour it in the powder put some hot water in it shabam bam super easy yeah cheers to our 39th episode (laughs) hey there it's Trizzy and Leah your host for the ticket to anywhere podcast we created this travel podcast for you who's just as obsessed with exploring the globe as we are. We each travel a different way and even have different work schedules. But every episode, we aim to widen your worldview, inspire you to consider a destination near or far, or learn from others. With us, you can adventure from anywhere. Keep in touch with us on social media at Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast. Remember to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Never miss an episode by subscribing to Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. And hit subscribe to follow our visual podcasts on YouTube to keep up to date on our channel. If you find value and enjoy our episodes and special guests, please rate us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us and helps other find us easier. You can also leave comments or reviews on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. Be sure to search for Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast. Take a screenshot of the episode you're currently listening to, share it on your socials and tag us, or send this episode to a friend if you think it'll be helpful for them. And if you'd like to support us by monetary means, you can do so by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Ticket number two, anywhere. We were in New Orleans for Wanderfest. And this was to meet all the friends that we met virtually online in the travel community. And it was so nice. It was just like so inspiring to hear everybody's story, to know if they're full time creators or if they're balancing a nine to five like we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they all of them just gave me that push to really like strive for what I really want to do. Yeah. yeah. It was a very inspiring weekend. Very cold, which put a damp damper <laughs> on Saturday. We had and a tornado warning. I can't yeah, and a tornado warning the night prior. I can't do cold. I don't do cold. Like mm-hmm. it actually makes me miserable. 
So <laughs> I have a good balance. At yeah, least. I have I have my hot hands. So that yeah, and you're from safe. the cold. You're from the. I mean, your blood has thinned out. Yeah, you are from the. <laughs> you are from the cold. So okay, so let's talk about you know the, this episode is two decades. Man. Between visiting a city, right? Yeah. Um, a certain city. So we're going to talk about the first time we were ever in New Orleans. And what was that for? That was for another conference. <laughs> but it was a marketing conference. The American Marketing Association, which mm-hmm. is a college... Um, organization. Organization. Yeah. That we met through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We met. That's how we met. We were marketing nerds in college. <laughs> which really meant we partied. All the time. Basically. <laughs> yeah. There was a year when I was, I think I was vice president of the club and somebody was like, all you guys do is just party. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think within all the, I mean, the, the College of Business Administration at Long Beach was like every single, you know, business function, but yeah. marketing was always known to party. Yeah. And we were proud of that. Yeah. I was proud of it. Right, because when you're in the fun. real world, that's how you network too. Like when you yes. go to these marketing events and like corporate events, it's they party. They do party. Open bars. Yep. Yeah. And so we were young, young when we went to New Orleans. Like, were we 21? I wasn't 21 yet because I went in 2008. So what? Yeah. What years did you go? 2008, March 2008. So literally 14 One year. years. Literally 14. Okay, so it's 14 years. Yeah. But you went twice, right? No, I just went once. Wait, yeah. I thought you, because I went twice. No, I was like, I think I was done after the first year. I was like, you know what? Bourbon Street is great, but because of the humidity yeah. and like the um, the smell that comes from the humidity, yeah, I didn't yeah. really enjoy my time. Right, there. right. So it was a cool experience. And then I was like, I don't need to go back there unless I really, really need to. Okay. And then the Wanderfest was like, I have to go. I have to be Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you were there in 2008. Okay. I was there in 2010 and 2011. Mm. So we didn't cross over at all, even though it was for the same conference, the <laughs> same marketing club, we didn't cross over. Because by that point, Trizzy was like over it. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, <laughs> my grandma. My grandma was kind of peeking up. It's peeking, like. Peeking. Yeah. yeah. That was like my. The hot, like the beginning of the height of my party stage when I was like really getting, you know, I was like comfortable in my own skin. It was my mm-hmm. last couple years of college. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're transitioning to the real world. <laughs> I had like solid groups of people in my life and was like, you know, a little bit, a little bit more money because we've been working part time right. while going to school. So I was yeah. like, all right, let's do this, New Orleans. <laughs> and I, oh, I was on like the executive board too. Right. Yeah. So I had like, leadership positions within mm-hmm. the organization and we'd go to this conference it's, it's a collegiate conference yeah we'd go every year we'd submit awards we never won awards i remember we <laughs> you guys did it we won a hand okay so maybe i was the problem <laughs> <laughs> but you were on the squad when i was evp right yeah yeah but like the know. last few years we didn't win any oh, awards. i mean we submitted you. for them and it was funny because at the conference, we were always the most lit school. Mm. We may not have won any awards, <laughs> but the West, you know, California knows how to party. So. Westside? And that's what we were known for at the conference yeah. was like just being the most hype. But we never won anything. 
But then we got to meet other people from like different college chapters as well. Which and was some so of them fun. are still friends too. Yes, so. I'm definitely still friends with some of them. Some of them have been gone on to do amazing things in, you know, Boston, Chicago, all around the world. Wow. So it's really cool. Yeah. Like so where did you do you remember much outside of like the conference in the hotel in Bourbon Street? Like what else did you do? Um in two thousand See here here was the difference why I enjoyed the second time and we'll get to that too. Yeah. The first time I had opportunities to do tours but I didn't have a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna skip out on okay. doing tours. So okay. I just walked walked around the city by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that it was great, but you don't really get to hear about like factual historic Right like notes and like the culture of it, the music, where it came from, the origin. Mm-hmm. And that was what I missed out on on the first time. And there was a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, I get that. And like when we're pr- broke and poor and in college, mm-hmm. like there's nothing you can do about that. So it's interesting though, because the first ta- first two times I went, I mean, obviously we did lots of Bourbon Street. Yeah. But we did Frenchman Street back then too with all the jazz mm-hmm. clubs. Nice. Um, And then one day even we mm-hmm. took the cable cars and we went like, uptown we went to like the big city parks and we went to oh, Tulane cool. University what and we just Damn. walked around because we were in college at the time too so yeah. I was like we'll br- we'll blend in pretty easily but then someone's like yo let's go sit in a class I was like all right that <gasps> might be taking it a little <laughs> too far because they were like in it was like a Tuesday they were like in session mm. so we um we actually went to a university as university students I remember the park nice. was stunning but both times we were there, the first time we were there, mm-hmm. they were having a street food festival. And the second time we were th- on, on some street that mm-hmm. wasn't bourbon, but close to it in the French Quarter. Yeah. And the second time I was there, they were actually having a beer festival in Jackson Square. So we went to that, nice. too. Yeah. So I actually did quite a bit outside yeah. of the conference, but that's because we weren't winning any awards. So we didn't need to, <laughs> we didn't need to be at the conference. <laughs> Nothing to prove here. <laughs> We did so many like team building activities in the conference and like it was it was just funny because we're like nope we didn't enter let's not go we didn't enter we didn't enter like and I just remember we'd be out all night and wake Mm -hmm. up early AF the next day and I would like get dressed up for the conference I was in like heels and a dress Mm -hmm. I was like do it I was like for what to not win any awards to go to breakfast (laughs) I was dressing up to go to breakfast girl yeah. Yeah, so, you'll see me in clothes that I don't wear anymore. Blazer. A popped, yeah. And a popped collar. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> a popped polo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what you were doing. So, I was. It was so the funny. popping my collar era. What, like, food and drinks did you have the first time you were there oh in 2008? Gosh, I like, have what a did you eat? Hilarious story. Yes, I want to hear. So, we went to this. Man, I really wish I remembered the name. So, mm. back in the day. Obviously, I still did not eat seafood. Mm-hmm. I was more close-minded. <laughs> and we went to this place. Everybody was just getting seafood, seafood, seafood. And the only thing that I could eat were these um, meat pies, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it was an appetizer. But I didn't realize it was on the appetizer side. Okay. So I was like, oh. And it was eight bucks. I could afford it because all the rest of the stuff was, was just expensive. Like, so yeah. expensive. Yeah. Again, college student. So I ordered these meat pies, and when it came, it literally was this small, and it had like <gasps> eight or six of them. And like, I was like, "Pop it in is- your mouth, yeah, bites. yeah." And I was like, 
hungry for the, like the rest of the time because I couldn't eat anything. You didn't want to get another order of meat pie? No, because I was broke to us. I'll just deal with this. Oh my god, and no one offered you their food? No. Nah. Well, I wasn't really openly like, I'm broke. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, okay. But now I'm oh. open. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still going to New Orleans. Yes, exactly. Okay, so, so you ha- were they any good even? No. I think it was just <gasps> me in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, Bringing yeah. that energy onto these small meat, meat pies. pies. When it wasn't their fault. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't their fault. Yeah. This place had, like, a, a floor to do line dancing as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I wish I remember the name. Was it in the French Quarter? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because every... I don't remember hopping into a taxi, getting to places. It was, everything was, like, walking, walking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the first... So the first time we were um, at... Or were you at the Sheraton also? Mm. On Canal Street? no we were in this dingy hotel really scared the crap out of me i thought a ghost was gonna take me oh my god they were they were the new orleans spirit um well we i stayed at the sheraton both times because that's where the conference was that's what they got but this is how and like y'all out there tell me if you did this because we are notorious for this we literally probably stuffed like six people in that sheraton room with like two Mm. full beds like people were sleeping on the floor but we do this if you listen to our other episodes we do this in vegas all the time we'd stuff 14 people into a venetian Mm -hmm. room venetian if you're hearing this cover your ears (laughs) but so at the we stay at the sheraton but that's because we were splitting uh you know maybe six hundred dollar room between Oh, six, six people. people. Yeah, and I was saving up for months right. to go on this trip. Nice. So, um, but it's nice to be where the conference is. That is smart. I mean, that's worth it if you find people who's willing to sleep, sleep on, on the, the ground. I mean, yeah. you got to make up the bed for them. You got to, yeah, yeah. like, you know, right. ask if there's blankets or maybe a rollaway cot or whatnot. But we can afford hotel rooms back then. We had yeah. to stuff that many people. Right. So... Um, but we did stay at the Sheraton. <laughs> Damn. That's where um, a lot of people stayed in or during Wanderfest, right? At Sheraton? Yeah. I feel like anywhere on Canal Street, because it's yeah. like Conference Row right there, you know? Yeah, for So, sure. like, anywhere on Canal Street. <clears throat> yeah. The Hilton, the Marriott, the Four Seasons. Damn. I know. So oh. nice. It's all good. Um, but, of course, we had the beignets as well. So. Oh, you did? Yeah. At Cafe Dumont? Yeah. Was Cafe Beignet even a... I don't think I don't it was remember. a thing back then. Yeah, I don't remember... But um, I just followed wherever yeah. everybody else was going. I feel like that's because we weren't like into travel we at that planning, time. Yeah, we weren't planning. We didn't know. We didn't have disposable income. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I was the same. We yeah. literally, I just followed wherever anyone wanted to take me. I would go there. We were just partiers. Like we, we just were. wanted to party. Hundred yeah. percent. Like I wanted to just get as messed up on Bourbon Street collect as many beads as humanly mm-hmm. possible drink all the alcoholic drinks like with no sense of like seriously anything that now that i think so about funny. it i'm like who paid for my drinks because i don't because because i was <laughs> the under older age. ama <laughs> the older ama members Ooh, i must owe them money <laughs> they they're like you can get me back yeah, yeah they can get me like i'll get who you paid back for my drinks <laughs> this girl's wondering who paid for her drinks in 2008 so if you're out there send us a dm slide into the dms if you're out there we'd Don't like to repay yeah, we'd like to repay you <laughs> for paying for her drinks in 2008 because when i was there i was legal legal <laughs> Yeah, that's legally true. able to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was old. This is twenty, twenty-two, and twenty-three. Mm. So, 
Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. couldn't go in because if they go in and I ask for a drink, they'll ask for yeah, a card. Yeah, they'll card you. So, so they were bringing you drinks yeah, in the street. Yeah, streets. <laughs> I got some beads. I dance battled on stage. Yeah. I sat on a mechanical bowl. With, yeah, a pop, with a popped collar. I know. <laughs> I know. Damn, young Trizzy. Crazy. And yeah. you, you just posted a cool reel about some of the poses you did in yes. 2008 yeah. versus 2022. Yeah, so I recreated them. I had to. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Because I know I was going to go to all those places. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's there's, good. There's no way I was not going to go to Jackson Square. There's no way I was not going to pass by a Bourbon Street sign, which I feel like they've uh redone the sign. redone the sign to make it higher because <gasps> it was so hard to find a bourbon street sign really yeah because maybe people just take it down. yeah oh they probably were because right? if you look at the difference free of souvenir my 2008 <laughs> it was so low i could have just like oh yeah screwdriver. screwdriver unscrew it take it home exactly oh actually that's smart mm-hmm. <laughs> and you look, at, <laughs> you look at my 2022 it's all the way up there you're like <laughs> I don't see how you're recreating this photo. But if you look closely, if you pause on the story or the reel, it's see. there. It's yeah. there. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Dude. Okay. And then yeah. and then so 2022, we go to Wanderfest by She's Wonderful. New Orleans again. Trizzy hasn't been there in 14 years. I haven't been there in 11. Mm. And we are completely different people. Yeah. Wanderfest by Wonderful Women's Travel Community, New Orleans 2022, first festival of its kind. We were honored to be there. Honored to be able to create content, be part of the social squad, Mm. and attend this first of its kind festival. Yeah, it was special. It was special Mm -hmm. to go back into a city that I wasn't planning to even visit. Right. You know, and then go in, have these opportunities to do tours, to meet people, um, like-minded people, because they're all travelers, and to dance in the second line and experience yeah. really the New Orleans culture of jazz music, mm-hmm. of movement, that was something extremely memorable and special. Yeah. I was like, damn. Well, not only, I mean, like, our mindsets change. I feel mm-hmm. like, I was telling someone, I feel like your travel resets every 10 years. Like, you don't know a place if you haven't been there mm. in 10, does that make sense? It's true, yeah. Like, it's the same with me in Hawaii. I hadn't been in 11 years prior to this year and I felt like I don't know the islands anymore it's the same like I don't know New Orleans anymore and we're working professionals much more disposable all the disposable income in the world (laughs) so we didn't care what kind of money we were spending you know Mm -hmm. it was it was so different we're different people we have more money like first and foremost and then going for like um, a very specific festival you know traveling with people that are the same mindset Mm -hmm. and definitely not going with the purpose of getting smashed on bourbon street every <laughs> night in fact quite the opposite i don't know about you <laughs> i did like three i did like two and a half nights okay <laughs> and the last night my voice was toast i left i told everyone i left it on bourbon so i did not even i didn't even go out i just went to the burlesque show and mm. and that's it so yeah wonderfest i honestly thought my favorite part was the excursions yeah yeah, I thought so too. The, the, the ability to like, you can fly in early or leave later and come on these like group tours and mm-hmm. bike tours and kayak tours and 
um, and hang with people you've never met before the conference even starts. Yeah. And get to know the city, get to know that part of Louisiana. Right. So I did the kayak tour, the swamp that, I tour. I wish I did that one. I feel like you guys would have liked it. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, like, because sure. people are like, oh, swamp is kind of nasty. And mm-hmm. someone even joked around that, like, they're like, Honey Island, that does, like, one of the cab drivers, he's like, Honey Island doesn't exist. He's like, I'm pretty sure they just pushed you in a puddle under the freeway. Because we were, like, <gasps> under oh the, gosh. the swamp was, like, under the 10 interstate, like, Damn. above the water. But it was so relaxing because yeah. we were doing it, like, 9 a.m. on a Thursday. Weather perfect like 72 degrees and sunny yeah absolutely perfect everyone's like at work at home meanwhile i'm like going live in the swamp showing everyone what a peaceful morning i'm having in louisiana and it wasn't humid that day yet nope not at all no humidity it felt like honestly it was like Mm -hmm. back here in la on a nice spring day yeah it was perfect and we got to learn you know the guide she was from um jess from honey island kayak tours Mm -hmm fantastic like super knowledgeable about the foliage and um the animals and like just like the sediment even Mm. like and how things have been there for a long time like you could tell she really cared about the community and Mm. the earth um in that that area that's what i love yeah about the guides you would have appreciated city they care about 100% environment that's why they're guides yeah like why else would you be one because that's laborious work Mm -hmm. that is hard work that is to carry a sentence, to carry like <laughs> like a novel with you of the city, mm-hmm. and to have to express it to others, and hopefully that they understand yeah. and appreciate, and get them excited about it. Like yeah. you're passing your knowledge on. Mm-hmm. Like that takes a lot of skill. So shout out to all the guides out there. Yeah. Sorry, that's the that's okay. water. <laughs> that means it's ready. Providing the background music for us. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged by YouTube. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach is gonna. That's my music. Why is it playing a whole like orchestra? Anyways. Anyways. Um, yeah, and then after that, I biked around. The, we tried to go on a formal tour. It didn't work out with that tour company. So we mm-hmm. honestly called up Flambeau Bicycle Tours. They have a 5.0 everywhere, mm-hmm. and I see why. Mm-hmm. Beautiful bikes, beautiful store, best customer service I've nice. ever experienced in your life. This is not an ad. They have not paid me to say this. <laughs> but I, I was like, it's very rare for people to get straight five stars right. anywhere. And I was like, why do they have hundreds of reviews and five stars? Wow. And you go to the shop and you see why. Like, coolest people. Nice. Super helpful. Um, and it was so fun. And, like, even in Maria's portion mm-hmm. of her episode last week, she's like, all I would do is just bike around the city. Yeah. I'm like, me too. Right. So. And we... As our little biker gang, we interrupted one of her excursions. The voodoo tour, <laughs> which was funny because during that time, it was just kind of like a break, mm, brief break. Mm. So it was okay for Christine to be honking. Thank goodness, Christine. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. don't, she can't be a girl. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's um, funny. The voodoo tour was so eye-opening, mind-blowing. I did not expect it to be like that. Mm-hmm. I went in to New Orleans thinking this voodoo tour was going to be talking about the scary dolls mm-hmm. that you prick. prick. Yeah. And you're just like, die, die. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I didn't go on the voodoo tour, so she's going yeah. to teach, teach us a little something, something right now. Yeah, <laughs> but that doll is so not it. It's basically for doctors to oh. kind of like... 
Like if you're my patient, exactly. If you're my patient and you came in one week and you're like, oh, I have like this headache that won't go away. Then the doctor would put a note with a pin okay on this doll that's where the head is and they'll, they'll like record it you come in like a month later hmm. and i'll be like okay looking for leah's um doll oh it was the headache so it, they use it as a reference like old that's like old school records yeah back basically. in the day back yeah. in the 1500s or something, <laughs> probably when paper wasn't a thing yeah. <laughs> but voodoo itself is a religion it's not a hex it's not a curse it's not anything involving okay. black magic dark magic it's you do like an offering you do a prayer hmm. um we did one by a tree and the cool thing about these offerings it's like it's out in nature mm-hmm. um every sunday the the family of our tour guide roby him and his friends and family they get together and they do this ritual and they invited us to go so nice. to go go back to that park armstrong park to check it out yeah but of course we had wanderfest so we we Couldn't weren't go. able yeah. to make it and it was on the, the other side so then where did all this pricking the brujeria come from where did that come from hollywood really yeah all these movies all these medias they like try and you know make voodooism dark oh okay i was like what is all this so like not it yeah that's so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. it's just like you're praying to God. You're yeah. praying to Buddha. All they right. have They have somebody that they believe in too. Um, I wish I remember their name, but... Did you go on any other excursions? Um, we did... The bar crawl. We did the bar crawl. We did a bar crawl on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Shout out to Seeker for hosting that. That was pretty cool. That was fun. Because we were able to record our mm-hmm. podcast episode from two weeks ago. <laughs> Um, on that bar crawl, which is awesome, like yeah. night crawl. Night. And it was hilarious too. If you haven't checked it out, please so go good. back and check out episode thirty-eight. It was a hilarious. weekend in New Orleans for Wanderfest. Great mm-hmm. episode. This is our follow-up episode to that. Yeah, just for us sure. two because we yeah. didn't interview each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really do anything else. We toured the city ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like after we did the voodoo tour, the next day we kind of visited back those places. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, um, okay. Where the colorful buildings were and back to the tree that we did the offering so very cool yeah but i was proud of her because she came out at night with us Mm -hmm. granny triz came out triz i didn't even get my run in in new orleans oh you didn't run at all i didn't run at all because i couldn't wake up i could yeah (laughs) but i was proud of you i was like she came out and she came in night owled with us all Mm -hmm. she thought i irish goodbye when when did I think? And you sent me a mean oh. WhatsApp with you and Ava. <laughs> Insert clip here. Oh my gosh, I did. And then she was in the... Actually, it's even better because she was just in the bar next door. Because <laughs> so you guys were in the lobby left. bar. Yeah. I was she was in the like the hotel, bar. hotel bar. Yeah. yeah. We were just acting a fool in the lobby. That's what we were doing. Extreme. Filming TikToks in the lobby. I know. Yeah, it was. That so was fun. so hard to orchestrate, like filming that oh, yeah. TikTok. I was like, "Why is this so difficult?" There's only ten of us. <laughs> only ten of us. Only ten. It literally took us like ten minutes to set. I'm like, "You guys, this shouldn't be taking forever." I know, especially <laughs> so if it's one though. move. 
You just yes, go down. Yes, drop it's it down Beyonce. low. And then we didn't even finish. We did it once at the hotel, once on Bourbon Street. Oh, I was wondering where that video is. But it's on Caitlin's phone. Oh, okay. Caitlin, if you're out there. <laughs> we need like, to, I have no content. We need to finish the TikTok. I know. Next time. At TravelCon, we'll finish the TikTok Ooh, at TravelCon, nice, Caitlin. Nice. <laughs> but, I mean, New Orleans is, like, definitely known for its nightlife. But I feel like I'm on, not the decline, I'm on, like, a plateau with nightlife. Like, mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I enjoy rest and I You're enjoy... You're more of the late evening rooftop bar. Oh, I'm for sure the dinner, drinks, rooftop mm. bar kind of gal. Like, I feel like these days I'm turning into a pumpkin at midnight and I'm like, <laughs> gotta get home, Cinderella. <laughs> gotta get home. <laughs> Those glass slippers ain't gonna last forever. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Friday. I mean, we did a... A bunch of one-off, like, some cool markets. Yeah. Um, your trip there was a little bit shorter than mine. Yeah. So we went to, like, St. Roche Market before the burlesque show on Sunday. So Trizzy had already gone left at that yeah. point. St. Roche Market was amazing. And they have um, Elysian Seafood in there, which mm-hmm. apparently at the actual restaurant, you can't book a reservation larger than six. Mm-hmm. So they're very, very strict. It's very hard to get Uh-oh. into. So the fact that they have it... At St. Roach Market, it was like, yes, you got to try like one of the premier seafood establishments in the city yeah. without having to wait in a big ass line or make a reservation. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I felt like we tried a lot of food. Like, um, you know, we had to go get lunch during the festival at some point. Mm-hmm. So we kind of walked off and enjoyed a happy hour somewhere. Yeah. Um, but at the festival, there was a lot of amazing food. Yeah. We tried a, the Queen Trini. Which is like a Caribbean style food. Mm-hmm. And Hadi talks about it in our last episode too. It was good. They have a vegan choice. But yes. I went with the barbecue jerk chicken. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. And it was like a full, full meal for like 12 mm-hmm. bucks, right? Yeah. So shout out to Queen Trini out yeah. there. And then I had the Four Cats catering. Oh yeah, how was that? I loved it. Yeah. So they don't have a brick and mortar establishment, mm-hmm. but Four Cats catering, and they were donating money to Ukraine also. So they were selling this Love dish it. called ikra. Mm-hmm. So they're making ikra, and they're making like a shrimp skewers. They were Love doing, um, oh my god, pierogies. Mm. They had bomb food. So Ava and I had a nice big spread, Ooh. which we'll post up here. Yeah, but that's how her and you know we're like, okay, what are we each individually <laughs> getting, and then what are we getting to share? Yeah, yeah. So there was some good, and there was, um, I can't remember, uh, the dumpling, mm-hmm. the dim sum place. Yeah. Chef Andrew. Ooh. We'll put it up here. I think it was like, get it your mom like, and dim sum. Get your mom and dim sum. Yeah. What does that mean? Get your mom and then some, I guess, maybe. Oh, okay. Get some and then some. Dim sum. Yeah. But. Like a little spinoff. Yeah. Maybe, and like we're hoping. Mom's ingredients. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And we're hoping, you know, in years to come, there will be a lot more awesome vendors there. Yeah. But it was delicious. Like Breeze Airways was also there. Mm-hmm. Um, got to, we got to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. partnering with uh, French Truck Coffee and Ruby Slipper Cafe. Mm-hmm. Those are two big New Orleans establishments. Um, French Truck Coffee made a Ruby Slipper Cafe roast edition yeah. for the coffee nerd in me. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> Ruby Slippers, every time we walked past, there was always a line. Packed. Yeah, yeah. I never, we never even yeah. went near there because I'm like, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I know, I was like, dang, I guess it's for next time because I do want to try, but. There were three conferences in town when we were there. Did you notice I that? I did notice that. I was there, like, where's people with lanyards? But where we went mm-hmm. was our minimum weight, especially like in the oh, French corner around there. Right. So we'd be trying to find breakfast or brunch and it was like, mm-hmm. there's, we don't. We can't wait an hour. We don't have time. Yeah, we we got to get time. to the festival, right? So, 
so much of a different trip this time yeah than last time you could tell i i enjoyed it the second time more <laughs> oh yeah well, i think and i think we're just like more conscious yeah. travelers like back then exactly. 2008 2010 11 even though i was like i was much older than trizzy when mm-hmm. i went not in terms of just being like legally able to drink but like mindset <laughs> but even then like 11 years later for me i was so i was so different 11 years ago right, right? Yeah. i was still concentrated on drinking and not exploring the city and then like even after you left mm-hmm. we i stayed an extra day i stayed monday after the conference um we went and waited in cafe beignet line for an hour oh, wow. it was crazy but they had awesome his name was uh too bad the, the tuba oh, oh, yeah with the it. tuba he was playing outside music. of cafe mm. but yeah love music and then um we went to what is it called the uh court of two sisters okay all you can eat jazz brunch every day Damn. for 33 dollars in the wow. french quarter Yum. it was stunning i felt we went pretty late like 1 30 so okay. it wasn't that packed mm-hmm. but it was awesome and it so origin travel shout out to Brittany and sandra out there they introduced it to me and i was mm-hmm. like yo let's get a group together and go because they had said they had never tried southern food before so it was a okay. good kind of introduction to that yeah and for us that have tried southern food it was a good like ooh, let's compare yeah. and like let's have multiple things at once you right. know rather than going to a restaurant and ordering one plate but. damn a jazz brunch buffet it was so it so was it's like stunning. a lot of cajun a lot of creole yeah yeah stuff. it was in Yum. um some sea there's crawfish and shrimp mm-hmm. so and they had fish there too like when there's seafood in a buffet i'm like this is fancy because <laughs> seafood is not cheap you no, know it's definitely like not. and who was it uh meatball christine's christine's <laughs> partner and caitlin both said this was like some of the best duck they had ever had wow which is kind of crazy like really they had a buffet duck? yeah they had duck mm. yeah this is real fancy yo get your 33 dollars worth seriously like, don't go to it, vegas mm-mm. they're gonna charge you 55 dollars oh maybe yeah 60 minimum now. yeah i've paid 70 for a buffet in vegas before Damn, man see like, buffets the bacchanal one worth it for me because i don't eat seafood yeah, I know. Part. That's that's what what hikes up the price of a buffet mm. is the seafood. Yeah, but yeah, I, f- I felt like even with what was it? Oh, I'm sorry. I felt like with I was there full day Friday, Saturday, Monday, Thursday. Even with four and a half days, it mm-hmm. still felt too short. Right. Well, because you're we busy too. Yeah, we're at the conference for mm-hmm. half of it, um, and you had a lot of duties outside of the conference too, yeah yeah and then of, we were recording too yeah. which obviously we love yeah. but it, it makes things go by quickly mm-hmm. too and sure. then going out all day and then going out on it because it was non-stop it we was really wet, rest yeah i think I, I rested for 20 minutes at one point <laughs> i remember every time we went back to the hotel to just rest i was like this is not enough rest because i'll have to get back up and meet up yeah with them. So and i was like, like it would never, it'd be like, okay, I can just like, I can sit for 20 minutes. That yeah. was like the resting. Because you can't even like get through one REM cycle in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just falling asleep in 20 right. minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get up now. Okay, fine, fine. So much fun. Let's make this happen. I want to go back to Breeze Airways as a vendor though. Oh yeah. I think they're pretty cool because I was talking to them and I found it very inspiring how they started just mm-hmm. last year, like May in 2021. The of in the, the middle pandemic. of the pandemic, when travel was just being teased, like, oh, you guys could maybe yeah. travel. So they start off in the East Coast, and then less than a year Amazing. later, they're on the West Coast now. In this in the era. pandemic, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was cool. And I remember on the second day, they put their cornhole set out. So I was 
playing. I was winning. Yeah. I was like, I practiced for this. Uh, um, nice. But yeah, that's that's super interesting. And I think anyone that has thrived and grown or started during the pandemic mm-hmm. is honestly like a savior. Yeah. So kudos to you. Hey, wait, even us, we continued to talk about travel that's during right. the pandemic. Yeah. You know, safe travel. It's it's pivoted a lot. But, yeah. but you know, we, we never fun. said we, we were going to stop. Of, yeah. met a lot of people and stuff. Did you? So, yeah. I thought it was a weekend mm-hmm. well spent. For sure. In New Orleans. Yeah. And we can't wait to do it again next year. <laughs> you want to talk about your accommodation? Because it was different from oh, the yes. Sheraton. <laughs> Definitely different. But I stayed at High Hostel, uh, Hostling International. It's a chain in the U.S. Um, on Canal Street, at the end of Canal Street there. And I shared a private four bed with a private bathroom with three other girls from LA so we've all known each other previously and honestly it was absolutely stunning nice the beds were some of the comfiest hostel beds ever the comforters were hotel grade comforters um the room came with a tv a desk uh amenities such as like shampoo and soap and conditioner and I thought the first floor and the second floor of the hostel were massive really conducive for Working remotely, um, there was pool tables, there's couches, lounge chairs, places to sit, mingle, play games. The kitchen space on the second floor, tons of couches, tons of tables. Mm. Huge, like, industrial-sized kitchen, like, four sinks. Wow. Three refrigerators. Yeah, lots of counter space. Anybody could use um, it that's staying there? Yeah, that's staying there. Huh. And even, excuse me, anyone can come into the lobby, actually. It's just past a certain point when it goes up to the dorms that people can't go. Gotcha. And they'll let you drink in the lobby. They just said no alcohol beyond this point. Ah. So, you know, some of our friends were enjoying some margaritas on the bottom floor. Nice. And then free coffee and tea um, throughout the day. Free coffee, tea, and water all, all day. 24-7, yeah. Uh, five floors. I did walk up once, and I was like, I will never walk up again <laughs> after that. Because the elevator was probably the slowest elevator I've ever been on in my life. Mm. So it probably take you a good five minutes to, like, wait for the elevator to come yeah. down. Take it up only five floors. Right. Um, but the stairs were pretty gnarly. Mm. But it was beautiful. They re- redid the building. It's connected to a little cafe called Besame, uh, which served, like, trendy Mexican food. And um, the location was awesome. Literally yeah. five minute walk to French Quarter. Yeah, I so, walked yeah. past High Hostel and I looked inside and I was like, "Oh, it's really nice because there was a pool table, nice, right?" Yeah. I saw a pool table. Did you walk in? I didn't walk in because yeah. I don't know if it's just like only for guests only. Oh yeah, no, they they pretty much let anyone walk nice. in, um, and they lock it. Uh, they lock the. You have to have key card access after mm. like sunset, basically. Cool. Yeah. Okay. It's nice because people are checking in all the time. Yeah. They can't keep it. Some some places do keep it locked all the time. But with the amount of beds and volume, like yeah. high hostel probably allows hundreds of people to stay there at a okay. time. So it's hard to like keep the door locked. Mm-hmm. How much did you pay? Um, let's see. I was there, I think five nights split between the four of us. My total was about two sixty. Nice. For five nights for my own like bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and a shared bathroom with just three other women. So not bad, especially actually I was telling people, I thought it was expensive when I paid it up front. I'm like, oh my God, it's a hostel, it's a private room, like mm. that's so expensive. But after I got there and stayed there, I was like, this is way like worth why? it. Yeah, it was so why. worth it. <laughs> so check it out, High Hostel in New Orleans on Canal Street. I stayed at the Blake, mm-hmm. which was not too far from the High Hostel. Mm-hmm. It's in the area, I believe it's called the Garden District. So oh, nice. it was still easy, walkable to the French Quarters. Super close to where the conference was in the Spanish Plaza. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're basically p- 
just paying for the location. Yeah. So yeah. through the photos online, it looked very luxury. That's what I thought. And I was like, wow, the price for it, we paid maybe $150, uh, which included tax and fees. A night? A night, yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. Let's book it. Um, but when we got there, it was still a little rundown. Yeah. Like, there's still some renovation that could have been done. But, like I said, you're paying for location, the location. Yeah. Um, but the staff love them okay they're very helpful very so southern good. hospitality like yeah. all you need is a comfy bed right luckily they had that mm-hmm. the bathroom one of the plugs they weren't working mm. and then sounds like an older place yeah um but the bath it was still clean you know you know that things were clean but it's just not what you see in the the reviews or online. The photos looked old to me. No offense. Really? I mean, oh, no offense. It's not your hotel. Oh. You don't care. <laughs> yeah, to me, because the website was out. I was like, why is this website it's from 1994? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so the plug in the bathroom wasn't working. And then when the tornado warning came, that's oh where God. we hid. And we were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're going to have no power. But obviously, the tornado warning wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But we're from LA, so we Yeah, we only deal with fires and earthquakes over here. So. Yeah. But that was the only thing. I would I would still recommend it to people. Yeah. Because it is a good price. It's in a great location. Would you stay there again? Uh no. <laughs> I'll recommend it to other people, but for maybe if like it's again. a first time. Yes. Okay, okay. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. But you were trying to find a place in like crunch time basically. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. inventory's limited. Like we said, there were three conferences there. Right. So Yeah. But I will give yeah. it up for their their fitness, their gym. Oh. Okay. It was probably nice? the best part of it, yeah. <gasps> Wow. It was nice. It was on the top floor. You could see the view. That's nice. And I saw the Ace Hotel from afar. Oh, yeah. You were super close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We went and had drinks on the rooftop at Ace. It mm-hmm. was so nice. Oh, my yeah, gosh. You could see the, the rooftop of the Ace. And I was like, oh, that's where <laughs> we were at the other night. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, and cool. apparently the street that they're located on is where the Mardi Gras parade oh, goes okay. through. Because they were still having the, the bleachers out. Oh, wow. And okay. you could tell that they are trying to slowly clean it up and stuff. Yeah. So if you're going for Mardi Gras, that would be a great lo- uh, hotel to stay at because you get like oh, a view of it. That's mm-hmm. that's actually really good to note. Um, I don't ever want to go to New Orleans during Mardi yeah, Gras, no, actually. No. That's just not my thing. We went a week. Wanderfest was a week after uh, Mardi okay. Gras ended. And then even in college... Yeah. It never coincided with Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, they knew it was too expensive to host a conference there during yeah. that time. Oh, hell yeah. So we're College like, no. And like people wouldn't go to the conference. They would just be Mardi Gras partying all yeah. the time. Be- yeah. So that, I loved hearing the differences between New Orleans 14 years ago and New Orleans now. Very, very different. I mean, yeah. that's like half our lives ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say like the top thing that I would suggest for anybody to do is to purchase a tour when you're in New Orleans. Yeah. I never went to a city and felt like they had such culture, such history, mm-hmm. such art, music. It's like a, a big story to tell than New Orleans does. So always go with the tour when yeah. you're visiting. I definitely think so. I'm going to go with Maria and Caitlin on this one. Uh, ride a bike around the city for sure. Because it's. I felt that they weren't rude, like LA drivers, to be honest. Like they understood pedestrians. What? You really think that? Oh, when I was on the bike, I was fine. And we, oh. were, we were biking. Well, we were also biking between like 3 p.m. and 4.30 p.m. So maybe it wasn't like that crazy. Oh, I don't but know. But we didn't experience any rudeness. Oh, well, that's nice. Because every time I try to cross the street... 
They on like canal, yeah. They don't wait. For That's true. I feel like pedestrians, they don't wait. Bikers may be different because okay. you're moving a little faster. Gotcha. We were moving pretty quick, but it was really fun. And to okay. rent a bike for the whole day is like thirty dollars, forty dollars. Nice. Like, I mean, it doesn't. It didn't sound that expensive to me. I was like to go anywhere you want, and mm-hmm. obviously get the cable cars to wherever you can. That goes to like the there's like the little trolleys. They go to like the garden district. Yeah. They can go uptown as well. Um, and really just be opening, oh, excuse me, be open to trying new foods there. I know you don't like seafood. Um, I was teaching some people how to try oysters, but there's a lot of incredible, amazing seafood, uh, out in New Orleans. And I think, you know, it should be given a chance because they Mm -hmm. cook it and they fry it and they steam it and do whatever in many different ways down there. There's a lot of ways to have the seafood. So I was this close to trying the charboiled charbroiled oysters oysters at Acme but because I had taken a few sips of the mint julep that I had prior which was extremely strong oh yeah I was like I don't think I could try this oyster like I don't think it'll work yeah because this between this alcohol and the fact that I don't really like seafood in the first place it's gonna I'm gonna be in the bathroom if I try this oyster (laughs) all good yeah those are our best recommendations for New Orleans and we hope you can get there soon whether it's for Wanderfest or whether it's for just your own personal trip. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you love travel as much as we do, hit subscribe on our YouTube channel as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. Thank you all for your support so far. When you have the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and it'll help others come across our episodes and hopefully be inspired to travel and adventure anywhere.